Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Myths! Wait, this is episode 16. We're legal now! Yay! Woo! Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. Coming at you at episode 16, live from North Yorkshire, it's the one, the only, Matt Haas and Daryl! Hello, hello! Uh, I am the... Uh, Thank you. Oh, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Please, thank take you. a seat. Um, take, please, sit. Sit down! <laughs> sit down! <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> what was a lovely chat show is now a hostage situation. <laughs> uh, uh, live from the Hippodrome, it's Matt Hoss and Dan Rhodes. We're here. Thank you. The Hippodrome. Be Matt's caravan. Yeah, we're doing live from my caravan. Matt's caravan. Matt, please explain to the podcast. I don't know if actually know if you've ever mentioned it. Why do you live in a caravan? Because <laughs> I made some bad life choices. It... <laughs> No, no, it's actually kind of cool, isn't it? It's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, so um, the reason I'm staying in the caravan is that I live with my mum and her boyfriend, which, you know, don't have to pay rent. So, well, I do have to pay rent, but not with money, if you know what I mean. Like, I have to pay with... That sounds like sexual favours. Welcome to Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incestuous podcast, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> this is a weird start, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, to cut long story short, we are building a house at the moment. Like it's one, of, um, it's a house which we've had in our uh, family for generations, and uh, my mum is building it up. But whilst it's being built, uh, we're living in a caravan. And uh, when I first moved in, it's very grand designs. When you're having a house built on a plot of land, and you live in like a mobile home next it, to said building site, you say grand designs. I say second series Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and as you notice, I picked up Dan. Uh, on the way here, and uh, on my car it says "Cook Pass Babtridge" because my car got dirty the other day, and I wrote it in, and that's a reference from Alan Partridge. And Dan was like, "You're the only person that would voluntarily write on their own car, car like yeah. uh, for just a reference, if you know what I mean." So, uh, yeah, so that's my life. I'm very Alan Partridge. Yeah, very Alan Partridge. It's really cool, Matt. I'm like, I've never been to Yorkshire before. Yes, yeah, so, but before you tell us about Yorkshire, why don't you tell the listeners about? The, the decor uh, we're really poshing here uh, oh describe the surroundings because normally off, normally we record from my house in Wimbledon yes uh, this is in uh, yeah. North Yorkshire in the Garage. middle of a field yeah <laughs> on a farm plot of land on a farm plot of land so tell us firstly about the interior tell us what about the caravan what do you like about it very I'm, I'm getting very 90s caravan vibes oh yes it's very like, 90s caravan it looks like Friends could have been filmed here it does <laughs> the pattern of the corner sofa <laughs> Um, at the end of the caravan is very um, I couldn't even describe and there's lots of different patterns yeah and I couldn't even describe to you what one single one of those patterns looks like it's kind of like the design. I'm not even sure how you come up with such a thing a lot of squares the designer was a lot like of squares right Steve, I've got a deadline for tomorrow. I have no idea what to do. Just get every shape from the workshop and stick it on. Yeah, yeah. there's like every shape ever. The flowers, but also... It's like Picasso, but like... Uh, and it's like beige, but also a lot of blue. Two colours that shouldn't normally go together. It sounds have like... somehow gone together. 
Sounds like the, the decor is like a Greek myth in itself. It you know what I mean? It has. Welcome to myths, by the way. Uh, so, Welcome to myths. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, um, it was nice. But it was very pleasant on a field. Yeah, so we had to open up a gate to drive through and Yeah, like it was very nice. Hey. Up, drive up a farm lane. It feels very nice. rednecky, I feel. I feel like... Uh, it does. Um, but it's nice, Caravan, because it's not like trailer park. And like I said, no, we don't no, know. And you can the... see the lovely house. You can see the house that you guys are building. It looks very nice. And what's quite weird is that uh, my mum is actually and her partner you know, are very middle class at the moment like uh, they didn't used to be but they've been very middle class at the moment so we're no. uh, building our own home yeah yeah yeah. yeah. they have uh, they read uh, Ideal Home magazine yeah, yeah. yeah. but so it's kind of weird that that there's people where we're very middle class in a caravan as well it's like uh, yeah darling can you um, pass the foie gras from the uh, very small fridge please <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm on the toilet slash kitchen so. this caravan has everything you need though it's got a microwave it's got an oven <laughs> it's got a tap with which, apparently, um, I didn't actually realise this, but Matt was showing me earlier that they do. Um, I know we've had a few males in. They do have water in Yorkshire. Yes. Well, um, <laughs> well, when the the beast for the east was here, right? Um, it feels like ages ago, but it we, we genuinely didn't have water for like three weeks as we were frozen over. So that was horrible. That was so, fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So it's. Um, yeah, so tell us about Yorkshire so far, Dan. Um, so my experiences of Yorkshire so far is I was telling him earlier I was drove. <laughs> once we went past the, I got a National Express bus by the way. Yeah, how purely was, because the, of our talk about National Express bus how toilets. How was the toilets on the way there? Good. Did you slide the door properly? I did slide the door properly. It was a little bit jammed though. Yeah, there was someone uh, in there. Uh, and I did. I had a bit of a struggle with it, but no one, no one was sitting at the back so no one saw me luckily okay how many was it busy in the not busy at all okay no not busy at all because <laughs> who's travelling well n- not many people travel away from London to Yorkshire that's a, yes. a rare occurrence yeah. really but it's nice um, we went past the north you know the sign that says the north yeah, it and says, it immediately started raining yeah. and I thought wow <laughs> and I got a text from Dan saying it was sunny in London it's not anymore what's happening I was like it's a great place yeah, in and then we stopped off at Leeds National Express coach station and what's the first uh, shop you saw a Greg's a massive a massive Greg's that is the north all over yeah and also, some of the people in there were speaking with such thick Yorkshire accents. I said to Matt, I honestly, t- I thought it was like they they'd staged loads of actors, <laughs> like do what you think is a Yorkshire accent. Uh, have you heard of Game of Thrones? Yes, do. That. I heard a woman. The woman in front of me at Greg's was ordering a corned beef pasty. <laughs> I don't think you Greg's can... even do that in the south. I don't what? even know. Really? Well, I've corned beef it's like but there was like, like a lot of them and I could see the label and I was like I've never seen I've never seen that before can you do this woman's accent please she said alright well, I'll have two yeah two of those and then I'll have I'll have that pasty there the, the corned beef one yeah yeah that'll do love. thanks tart love tart yeah uh, I said that's... a corned beef pasty good god <laughs> also she was one of those people that was she had a like a reverse fat stomach where her back fat is bigger than her stomach fat I mean, do you know what I mean? That was odd. Uh, when you're wearing it's like, like a, a turtle, uh, you're wearing like a vest and like the the fat bulging out from the oh, tight I feel vest. Bad. <laughs> that that was my mum. So, <laughs> <laughs> and it really it was raining a lot. Uh, it's actually cleared up now. It's very. And nice. then we got to Darlington, which is your hometown. Woo! What do you and think actually, of Darlington? It's actually quite nice. Some uh, nice houses driving. I was like, oh, not actually a shithole. Quite nice. Uh, well, we cobbled ha- streets. <laughs> We haven't got cars yet. Quite clean. That is quite hilariously the first thing I said to you was, yeah. oh, it's actually, it's actually quite clean. And the thing is, we actually... Leeds uh, bus station wasn't clean. The, the thing is, because um, in Darnton, we're all very excited to have Dan, because he's like, like he's a southern, he's like royalty. So uh, we all made a, a community effort to clean up, you know. We've got signs to saying, welcome Dan, we're all big fans of myths. Uh, and it's been good. Um, but also, as a... Um, 
as a little treat for you. Uh, and since you know Dan loves cultural exchanges, and this is this is less of a podcast trip, more of a cultural exchange. I feel so. I feel Dan, can you um for the rest of this podcast, can you do a Yorkshire accent, please? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> you texted. I feel like my Yorkshire is my Yorkshire accent actually that good. It's it's a it's a, very, it's a very generic. I'm never been to Yorkshire trying to do a Yorkshire because I heard it on telly once. Um, should I do a, a your accent? Okay, go on. From Colchester, yeah. Ooh, Essex. Ooh, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> We, I think we should have like a like a you know a Freaky Friday kind of thing where we swap lives. Oh, what what okay. was it when um, the 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 uh, Lindsay Lohan swap the parent trap? Can we do that? Or can I just pretend to be you for a bit? Yeah, we could do that. I'll go. Oh, I know about flights and geography and stuff. And you'd be like, Oh, I have depression. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I sometimes do comedy. In fact, we're going back to Leeds tonight, aren't we? You got a yeah, gig. We're I'm gonna. A gig. Um, I actually, for once, uh, not since university have I seen Matt. Do comedy live. Now let's pick into this. What, so get ready for that next. <laughs> get ready for that next episode because that is going to be something I'm going to. I might even write. I might write some <laughs> some feedback. That might be quite funny. I'm actually going to write secretly write some feedback and then we'll do it in the next episode. Please don't. It's going to be a hard kick. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but but <laughs> tell the listeners what you thought of my last gig. Tell me, tell them about that. Uh, what, what was the last gig? Where was it? Um, how long did I do? And how well did I do as well? The last gig I saw you in. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a while ago. Probably Toys in the Attic in Canterbury. Oh man, uh, Toys in the Attic used to be my baby. It used to be the gig I used to run uh, in the upstairs from the Jolly Sailor. Respect. I'm, I actually did a preview there a couple of weeks ago, um, as I mentioned on the podcast. But yeah. Um, and t- uh, how many people were there, Dan? Well, uh, towards the attic, where yeah, I saw you. Yeah, in the last place, uh, last time you saw me. Can you tell them about the decor of uh, Toys Net? Because it's very rustic, I would say. Very rustic. It's in an old. It's in like a 16th century like big pub, and you go up to the top, windy stairs. Yeah. And then there's like all the rickety floorboards and the wooden beams, and um, lots of seats. It's a decent size, uh, but then there's also like stacks of old tables and chairs mm-hmm. and lamps and stuff and they've got like kind of antique furniture mm-hmm. um, kind of crowded into the corner and then yeah people you know, I remember it being it's quite a, had quite a good atmosphere when people like shuffle in because it's like eh, all the yeah. floorboards very people like creak up the stairs it, yeah. yeah and the um, the thing is that uh, yeah in the summers you just get very hot as well uh, but yeah so did I smash it Dan was I the best actor th- how many people were on I think it might have been Hostages was the last time I saw you do comedy though. Oh man, that's not... In, yeah. No, sure, no I think I think you've seen me, because um, it was actually, I think it was you, uh, you saw me another time, uh, Hostages, um, as we mentioned in the first podcast, but didn't really explain it well. Um, <laughs> Dan and I were, well I started off a sketch group in my third year at university, and Dan was the, kind of the, uh, uh, my... In uh, it. Yeah, you, well, you were my co-writer, really. You were like kind of the uh, the second in command, uh, but he did a lot of the funny sketches. <laughs> we we did a lot of writing together, and we kind of did a lot of that stuff, and that's what inspired us to do this today as well. And uh, hostages was a sketch show with some stand-up in the middle. But when I that, that's when I first started doing stand-up, and I wasn't that good at it, if you know what I mean. And I remember, I did it just a, happened to be in the same venue as this yes. the comedy club then became, yeah. And but I think you saw me at a later date. I did a, a routine about Amsterdam. Um, 
Do you remember that? I do remember that when your mum tried to get you to. Well, let me explain. Probably. <laughs> um, no, I don't think there's anything we no. need to explain. Because <laughs> it's, it's quite a good story, actually. It, uh, when I was 18 years old, uh, we all get to the myth. <laughs> uh, but when I was 18 years old, I hadn't had the pleasures of a, a lady in my life, uh, uh, and my mum was painfully aware of that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I lived with her at the time as well. And uh, we went. I decided to go on a bit of a lad's holiday, but with my mum, if you know what I mean. So, and your Uncle Brian, is it? Oh, uh, well, it's my Uncle Mike. Your my, Uncle Mike. Uh, my I want to say Brian because it sounds like, a, it like a, a man. No, yeah. It was Uncle Mike and he, his wife, Auntie Barbara. That's it, Barbara. Uh, and um, not like family uh, friends, but like uh, they, um, they, you know, it's like uh, the family friends are not part of the family, but they're very close to them. And uh, I kind of went with them, and I thought we were like doing like cannabis and like partying. But we just went to a lot of museums. It was it was cracking, you know. Like it was, uh, went to Anne Frank's house. That was uh, very very nice. Yeah, that's, that's all you can say about it. You can't be like, ah, it was okay, was yeah, it? Just standing there laughing your head <laughs> off. Oh, this is so funny. Genocide. Yeah. <laughs> can I stay? I can stay. Yeah. So my mum, she really, she's kind of. She's a very cool parent in the fact that she really wanted me to kind of like she wanted me to get out and party and stuff like that and be a bit more explorative. But I was very inwards, very like I'm very um, I'm a very uh, inside per very what's it called not external but very uh, introvert introvert uh, introverted at times you know. And when I was a teenager, particularly around that time. So we were walking down the red light district for a cultural thing, and uh, we went during the day as well. So it was just oh, like a, no. it was really depressing, man. Like these <laughs> these ladies were kind of stood in these boxes, just like checking the watches and like kind of like just bored out their heads, if you know what I mean. And I um I uh, we were walking down, and my mum stops in the middle of the street and goes, and just turns to me with um, uh, Uncle Mike and Auntie Barbara behind me, and she just goes, um, Matt. Um, would you like to have a lady of the night? <laughs> and she said that word for word. And it's kind of weird being proposed a prostitute by your mother because it's an odd thing for you to kind of like. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, because yeah. have you been proposed a prostitute by your mother before? Uh, no, definitely not. Is that not a thing they do in Essex? Not a, not a thing they do in Essex. Well, no, it, it, <laughs> I mean, it is a thing that happens in Essex, but yeah. my mum my mom has never solicited. A sex worker for me, no. Uh, your mum listens to this podcast, so. She does, yes. Uh, if you, you know, want to change that. It, yeah, it's, it's open invitation. <laughs> yeah, well, email Miss Podcast. Uh, and just, your mum's also works for the police, so that's, is, that's yeah, very legal a, as yeah, well. Yeah, she's a police officer. That's, too. Actually, I don't condone this, by the way. So, uh, however, well, it was legal in Amsterdam. Yes, it was legal uh, in Amsterdam. However, um, the be- thing is, I didn't really want to do it because, uh, particularly at that time, I wanted it my first time to be with someone special. Yeah, don't and, ever have your first time be a. a I mean, I was, I was, um, I did consider it because I, I really, this is, this is not standard, but like, I honestly did consider like, oh, maybe because like, I was, I was so lonely at that time as well. However, before I had the chance to really answer, my uncle Mike, he kind of like put his arm around my shoulder and he goes, "Don't worry, I'll have it for you." And like, he dispelled it perfectly because he was just like, uh, he knew, he kind of saw it being awkward. He's like, "Just let me and Matt have, you know." Half an hour to ourselves. Man time. Uh, yeah, half some man time. And his wife was so angry. Of it. Like, I've never seen an angrier woman before. She, she was just like, oh my god! Because uh, he, was, he was doing a massive... He was saving me so much. Because he, like, he was like, if you do want to do that, go ahead and do it. But have it on your own terms. Not Because uh, your mum wanted uh, yeah, you to do it. It was such a... It's, it's one of these things I've always been grateful for. A weird situation. But like, his... He got into so much shit for that as well. <laughs> Bottom line is, had sex with a prostitute. Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I, 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 um, I left it. I didn't even like. And I, I've, I've never taken drugs as well. So to, that, going to Amsterdam was really wasted on me. So uh, it's only very lovely. I've never yeah. been. 
should have hit the time I lost my virginity. That's a crazy story. <laughs> Man, I might have told you before. <laughs> Extensively. <laughs> it was with Dan. <laughs> Yeah. During. <laughs> this is great! Woo! Welcome to Miss! <laughs> what myth are we doing today, Matt? Alright, uh, should we uh, should we go into the, the main bit? <laughs> well, this is an odd, odd episode. Um, but uh, So, Dan will speak Yorkshire for the rest of it, and we're going to go into Myths right now. Yeah, see you later! Welcome, welcome, travellers. This is a very special episode of Miss. <laughs> Dan, why is it special? Uh, special uh, because you're going to take us on a tour. What? Build up more suspense, more make it more theatrical, Dan. <laughs> oh, you're going to take us on a beautiful tour yes. of a place I've only heard of today. Come. I'd... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not come. <laughs> That's a weird word. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I was going to do more Your of like... suggestive hand movements <laughs> waving me towards you. I knew what you meant, but I yeah, don't know if... I tried view... to do a, a, mystic, a, a mystic traveller. <laughs> mystic traveller. Come on. Yeah. Come on. To Tartarus. Uh, well. Is that what it's called? Well, I'm going to take you to the realms of the underworld. Oh, ah, ah, ah. And we're going to go Matt's tour of Tartarus. I'm going to take you through the worst... Yeah, Tarts are us. <laughs> Amsterdam. <laughs> Please have sex with me. <laughs> no, uh, that's Tarts is a misogynistic term which we've used. <laughs> I'm going to apologise no, for no. anyone offended. No, it's okay. In Yorkshire, um, everyone's a misogynist. Uh, that's a blanket <laughs> statement I'm going to put out there. Yeah. So we're going to go to a mystical plane, fair traveller, and I'll take you on a guide to the darkest depths of Tartarus. <laughs> should I be a tour guide? I feel... I think you should be a tour guide. Uh, um, and I'm going to take you uh, on a nice little tour today to see some of the people in the underworld who are punished the harshest uh, and just have a nice look around um, around uh, this evil field, around Tartarus as well. Um, are you excited, Dan? I am excited. We're going to go to the underworld. We have to go and see a mystical lady who has the golden bow and she'll open up the gates to the underworld. Who? Who is this? Welcome. Welcome to the underworld. We're, we're, we're underground now. Uh, and well, It's very nice down here. It's, <laughs> What's looks- that smell? Um, that's the farm because we're in a caravan in the Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, well, actually, so we're, we're we're in the in the we're not quite in the underworld yet. Cause who is this guy? <laughs> we have to travel by ferry boat. It's it's uh, Caron, uh, Caron the uh, the, the ferry, ferry man. boatman. Yes, uh, I, I assume he has a proper like cool ferry boat that. <laughs> 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 It's just a PL uh, Oh that that was a ferry noise. Yeah. That was a foghorn. Well it's actually I think it's just a, a boat and a paddle. Your cat just gave me evils. Yeah, we also have a guest on the podcast today. It's my cat. She's yeah. uh, she's here. Yeah, she she's very cute, isn't she, Dan? She is very cute, but she she was asleep and then she just gave me evils when I did <laughs> yeah, that. Like, so, sorry. Don't be waking me up, girl. <laughs> she she speaks like a drag queen from yeah. New York. Yeah. So Caron is the guy who um, leads the souls of the dead to the underworld. He's the ferryman between the, the mortal life and the. Is this why you, they leave? They left coins, didn't they, on the eyes of the yes, dead they to left, pay the, the ferryman. They left two obols, um, one on each eyelid, uh, as they put people um, uh, to rest and to funerals, and that's so they can pay the ferryman. And it's a it's a r- ritual in ancient Greece to do that. Uh, so uh, you would pay Caron. Karen speaks like, hey, what you doing, man? Hey, I'm Kara. Give me your two old balls. 
Oh, oh yes, here they are. I is, found them on my eyeballs earlier. Is that King Minus? <laughs> what are you doing here? You're, you're not supposed no, to. No, King Minus talks <laughs> like this. <laughs> it gets me every time. <laughs> okay, come on, Bart. I'll, I'll get you on my ferry. Oh, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> Uh, okay. I'll just be myself. Why don't we just be Dan Rhodes? Because yeah. I've never been to Tartarus before. Yeah. I'm just going to be Dan Rhodes in Tartarus. Yeah, so I'm the two again. Mm. You, you, you're, you're... Tartarus. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh yeah. And my mum actually made some vegan tarts, so... Uh, she did, that yeah. is true. We are literally we are... in the presence of some tarts. <laughs> so, uh, Dan, uh, I'll, I'll be Karen. <clears throat> uh, what's your name? Uh, Dan. What are you doing here? Are you dead? I am dead, yeah. I was hit by a tram. <laughs> That's a very specific <laughs> way to die, which we didn't really talk about. Yeah, it was the... Uh, how, okay. It was the 76. I was getting the 76 tram, and it just hit me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have many people go to your funeral, Dan? Uh, several people. Who? Uh, my mum. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> my dad? Uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, my sister was busy. I accept that. <laughs> yeah, she has a lot. Go- yeah, she has a lot going on. Yeah, she's got a lot going on. Uh, my friend Matt was there. I think actually, my friend Matt asked to do a podcast together. I actually did a podcast live <laughs> at your funeral. Uh, is, actually, what I'm doing, you know, about Orpheus and Eurydice. I'm actually, I'm taking you out. I'm taking you out, Dan. Uh, we, um, you died from that tram incident. The tram incident. And what I'm doing? God damn it! Uh, you just love trams. Dan. If anything, I want this to be a public service message that children don't play on tram tracks. And also practice safe sex. Not the children, but like... <laughs> that's a callback, but very creepy. <laughs> but I wonder if that's a callback where only us two get, because it's a very niche one, wasn't it? It was. Let's continue before we get sued. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so you're, you're the fairy man, and that is yeah. the, the gateway to the underworld. So yes. I've, I've died, the Greeks have put the coins on my eyes. Yeah. In fact... Um, um, just as a sign, Which I'm surprised by because some of my friends are a little, little bit tight. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank, I appreciate it. Thank you for staring at me during that. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a Yorkshire man, I'm very fiscal. Uh, uh, however, um, yeah, there's only like, there's only several people who actually uh, made it to the underworld who were uh, alive and made it out, out alive. So I think there's Orpheus, Theseus, uh, Hercules, and I believe um, Aeneas as well. Uh, so I think they're the f- Four main ones. Uh, and those from the like mortals that travel Mortal to the world, who the underworld, to then get come back oh, out. And um, uh, Odysseus as well. Of course, Odysseus. Um, uh, so yeah, so they traveled to the land of the dead, but also went back. So these are, and I think in the book six of the Aeneid, Karen actually talks about that. It's like, oh, oh, you, there's only four other people that have actually done it before. You're the fifth. Uh, uh, so it's very unusual to have living people on. So thankfully, you're dead. Yeah. So you're in. Under- thank, thank God, huh? Uh, we'll uh, we'll sail past Cerberus. Say hello to Cerberus. Hi, Cerberus. Now he was the three-headed dog, was he not? Yes, uh, and he uh, is. The, he got beat by Hercules, and he's uh, guards the gates of hell. And we'll have Hades judge you. Hi, I'm Hades. Oh, hey, Hades. Uh, what, what accent? Because choose any accent. Because I'm good I think at all of very, them. very posh, but like very. Upper class Hades. Oh, hello there. I'm Jacob Reese Mogg. I am a deep. Uh, uh, I am very posh. Is this a good posh accent? Uh, yeah, I'll give it that. Oh well. Um. So today I'm going to uh, judge your soul, and I've sent you to Elysium, which is Greek heaven, and uh, not like Greek heaven, like there's olives and feta and stuff. But uh, racist. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like um, I've sent you to Elysium, uh, where all the good people go. 
or I will send you to Tartarus while you burn in hell. Oh no, please don't do that, please. I've got your checklist here, Dan, and you've been a bad person. Oh no, is it because I got hit by a tram? <laughs> it was the number 76 one. <laughs> if it was 77, it would have been okay. <laughs> so what's the worst thing that you've done, Dan? What's what's the things we can oh, um, charge you on? Well, is murder bad? <laughs> you killed that homeless man in Oxford, yeah, didn't you, Is Dan? murder bad? It's quite bad. It's, it's... Oh, then that. <laughs> I really, for the record, I've never murdered someone. <laughs> and I've, I've never had sex with a prostitute, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> I just, This is for the purposes of the podcast. We're in Tartarus, and we, you know, I just want to... I've been... I'm in the underworld, so I've probably done something really bad, which is why I'm... Uh, this is down in the future, because he's obviously after miss... He's going to have a hard life, you know. Yeah. Um, but what is it, what's some genuine worst thing that you've done, which you might get... Do you know what? I'm actually quite boring in the sense that I really don't think I've ever really done... I've never done drugs. Yeah, neither have I. <sighs> I've never stolen anything from a shop. And when I have, it's been by accident, and I've gone back and paid for it. Really? You actually did that? Yeah. Oh, that's not a nice thing to do. Well, because I've walked out and gone, oh. yeah, why, why am I being arrested? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> so you went, yeah. Oh, this thing I stole a year ago. Oh, yeah, sorry, I was, no. So I've walked out and then gone, oh, I've never paid for this. And I've turned around and gone back. Yeah, that's nice. And um, have you ever been stopped by the police or anything like that? Or uh, Once, when I was a bit younger, I got stopped on my way to work because they thought I looked like someone who they were looking for. Because I wore like I had like baggy, baggy jeans and a hoodie on, and they thought I was I fit the description of someone they were looking for. Um, but then I opened my mouth, and they were like, "I don't think this is the guy we're looking for." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I'm just on my way to work." <laughs> Where? It's like, yeah. How can I help you, officer? A Victorian factory. Yes, really? <laughs> how old were you? <laughs> like twenty-one. <laughs> this happened last week. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. And then what? they just ran a few checks, and then they were like, "Fair enough, off you go." What teenage jobs did you have? I was on my way to Sainsbury's. Oh, you were. Well, I didn't wear. I wasn't wearing my uniform. Okay. Yeah, yeah you probably could be done for murder or something like that. Um, so, if for the purposes of this story, I've done something really bad. What can I have done that's really bad? Hey, why don't you email in to misspodcast at gmail and suggest the worst thing that Dan's ever done? Because I know a few which he's not admitting to on the podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, if I sent you the edited, like the unedited versions. Yeah, you'll you be judged for that. <laughs> yeah, I've said some pretty bad things. Oh, yeah. Very unbroadcastable. Uh, and if we did this in live radio, no, no. <laughs> uh, but for the purposes of this exercise, this this tour through the underworld, yeah, you um, I've been a naughty boy. You've done murder, and you also didn't say thank you when you merged lines as well, so... Yeah, that's uh, what I did, yeah. That's, the, that's why they got you. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't say thank you when someone held the door open for you. That's, yeah, Bastard. that is bad of me, actually, to be fair. <clears throat> Okay, so, um, on the right path, you, uh, there's two paths. On the right path, uh, that takes you to uh, Elysium. On the left path, takes you to Tartarus. And the left-hand side, and left uh, in Greek culture, and thereafter, uh, left is seen as an evil thing. So, uh, in Christian values, um, if you're right-handed, it means you're good. If you're left-handed, it was seen as bad. I uh, mean, that is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you were left-handed as well, so that's another yeah. thing you would have done. Are you left-handed? I'm right-handed. Uh, so Thank God, am I right, listeners? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, if you're a lefty... Boo. Boo! Get out! You scumbag! We're leftists, not yeah. le- not left wing, but we're leftists. Leftist, yeah. But we aren't. Is that why the devil sits, sits on your left shoulder? Yes, and all that kind of stuff? exactly. That's correct. That's what. That's where it all comes from as well. Um, left is seen as evil. Right is seen as good. So uh, we're going to go left into Tartarus, and we're going to see uh, our first man. That's. Well, I'll take you through. So on these are the people that have got eternal damnation, punishment, and just before we get there, if you look left on your left now, you'll see a, a massive lake of fire. 
Oh, oh, that's really quite hot. There is some considerable heat coming from that lake of fire. <laughs> that is the most British person in hell, isn't it? Ooh, uh, this is this is blooming awful. This is, but I won't complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> but on the right, there's unimaginable pain. Uh, that's like uh, on the right hand side, it's a life you didn't listen to this podcast. So here well, we're going to meet our first person, and his name is Sisyphus. And uh, we're going to take you through some of the worst punishments uh, in Tartarus as well. Dan, do you want to take it away? So who, let's read about who Sisyphus is. Uh, Sisyphus. Let's read about who Sisyphus is. Once a king of Epria, or Corinth, we'll say Corinth for the purposes of this, I've heard of Corinth. And uh, Corinth is uh, where Oedipus lives as well. Oh. Well, actually, he's king of Thebes, but he uh, comes from Corinth as well. Oh. King uh, Polybus. Um uh, Fun fact for you. Oh, my Greek myths are on fire Ma- today. Mathematical corners, right on that. Yeah. Once a king of Corinth, Sisyphus was said to be murderous, selfish, and deceitful. All the best. That was on his Tinder, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Name uh, Sisyphus. I murderous, selfish, deceitful. No fat chick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, enjoys playing with dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I long. I really enjoyed long walks on the, the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had a Tinder profile? I did, but I can't remember what I said. I think I just said, hey, it's a bit, it was similar to my Tinder synopsis. I was just like, hey, I've got a tiny head, and I'm skinny, and I like drama. Yay! <laughs> uh, I got zero dates. <laughs> and also, I got a you in my AS thing, get great little thing. Yeah. <laughs> Date me, bitches. <laughs> anyway, Sisyphus. He would trap and kill travellers and take pleasure in their deaths. Wow, he's... um. Not- wow, that's... I'm going to say he's a bit of a rotter this one he's not a, not a nice fella uh, yeah I'm not going to set an offence for this one no. <laughs> his iron fisted rule and cruel manipulations went unchallenged until Sisyphus betrayed Zeus by leaking a secret location of the hidden water nymph oh if there's one thing Zeus likes it's nymphs yeah and if there's another thing he likes it's keeping them secret can you imagine oh my goodness so, um, oh my goodness so the thing I find weird here because um so he isn't judged on all the awful killings and murders he's done. He's been judged for whistleblowing on Zeus's kind of porn ring. You know, like, that, that's not okay. Like, if anything, Sisyphus is actually, the one moral thing he's done is leak, leak this location. I assume to the Greek Yeah, pops. where Zeus's little yeah. mistress is yeah. hanging about. And, oh man, that's, that's so... Trap so, and kill travellers and take pleasure in their deaths. That's fine. That's, that's fine. Totally Absolutely cool. fine. Off you go, Sisyphus. Mentioning, you know. Uh, oh, I saw a water nymph the other day by that lake. You know, it's about ten miles left of. A- oh my good god! You're punished, boy. <laughs> How dare you? For his transgressions, Sisyphus was chained to the bottom of a mountain in Tartarus. Again, standard. Yeah. Standard Zeus. I love it. In Typical this, Zeus. It goes from zero to a hundred so fast, Always. isn't it? It's like. Uh, one day you're just having a nice little, uh, you know, murdering and pillaging. Next, chained to a bottom of a mountain. Into- yeah, the deep abyss and dungeon of the suffering and torment. Very nice. So he's at the bottom of a bottom of a mountain in the deep abyss. Something quite something about the word abyss. Yeah, uh, this ibis is a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just say it. Well, it's actually quite. Co- it's quite cozy. It's quite actually, nice, yeah. Actually, yeah, right Literally. by Luton Airport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. handy. Yeah, yeah. Handy. Yeah. <laughs> Zeus gave King Sisyphus the most maddening eternal punishment. He was forced to endlessly push a giant boulder up a steep mountain. That would suck. I'll give him that. Yeah, that would suck. I mean, it's a bit... If anything, it'll be a bit sore. The boulder was cursed to fall down the mountain each time Sisyphus got tantalisingly near the top. 
The result was an eternity of useless effort and continuous frustration. Even today, fruitless, intermeanable activities are described as Sisyphean. Are they? Sisyphean. Are they described as that? Well, when have I? <clears throat> when have you ever heard that in a sentence? Right. I tell you what. Genuinely, this is no word of a lie. Someone mentioned Sisyphus to me. You remember I said a couple of, like, about a month ago, I, uh, or a bit further back, I did a gig in Glasgow, right? That, um, <laughs> when I was gigging there, I, uh, on the last gig, I had to deal with loads of hecklers. There were people shouting all over. It went really well, but like, uh, it was a proper hard task. And uh, there was a group of people who were PhDs in the corner. And uh, there was this one, like, at the end, uh, I was like, all right, because uh, it was a weird gig, I was like, "Oh, right. Have you guys got any questions or anything like that?" And this one guy goes, uh, "Is uh, the guy with the PhD just goes, is this gig a bit like a Sisyphean effort? You know, you're pushing the boulder up the hill." Because uh, I talked about mist beforehand. I was like, "Glasgow at one o'clock in the morning uh, on a Saturday night. And this is not what I expected to, to, to hear." Uh, like, uh, imagine if you get a like, classical reference. Yeah, to... like, <laughs> in Owen's metamorphosis, uh, book twelve. Like, like, no, like, this is not okay. Stop your academia. Yeah, it's kind of tenants. Yeah, yeah. 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 he glasses me. <laughs> <laughs> he actually talked about it afterwards as well. Oh, just so well, weird. He was trolling as well. Like. <laughs> so anyway, we've got syphysis. Syphysis. So, but let's just talk about his punishment. Cause so he has to push this boulder up a hill, and every time it falls back yeah. down. The Greeks love doing a really horrible task. They like love that. They irony. Love Prometheus obviously they? had his his uh, thing ripped out. Yeah. Liver, that's the one I'm oh, looking for. Um, we'll also say... Hello to Prometheus as well. So oh, is yeah, he? He's down here in yeah, Tartarus. Yes, of course he's chained up. He's, he's oh, of course, because that's how Hercules met him when they yeah, were. Yeah, yes, he's yes. OP. You know. Yeah. Uh, and hey, uh, Prometheus, how you doing? Oh, ah! Ah! Oh, go, go! What's that? It's an eagle. Go, go, help me! Help me! Oh, it's gone now. It'll be back tomorrow. Do you think you would stop being surprised after a bit? I like, think you would. You'd be like, go! Uh, hey, Brian, the eagle, coming out. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie the Eagle. <laughs> no, Brian the Eagle. <laughs> he just sounds like he's an office, yeah, from, yeah. He's an office manager from... Yeah. Hi, I'm uh, Brian the yeah, Eagle. Hi, I'm Prometheus. Just going to steal you. Yeah, 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 sorry. It's 9am. You know what happens. It's, sorry. You know the roles. Yeah. <laughs> but who do you reckon has it harder? So Prometheus has his uh, liver put out every every day by a, an eagle. Sisyphus has to push up this massive boulder up a hill. I think the boulder one. Do you it's worse? I think it's worse. Okay. Because Prometheus, it's intense pain when he's having his liver ripped out, but then for the rest of the day... He is chained up, though. So. I know, but so is Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Can't all have it. <laughs> Just FYI, Jesus wasn't chained up, he was crucified. There's a slight difference to that. Uh, um, am I being... Potato, a- potato. <laughs> you can't say that with Jesus. Oh, yeah, so Christ, whatever, get over it. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to myths. Yes, so um, I feel. Um, Doctor, that wasn't a myth. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> um, yeah, so do you reckon when he. You know, originally he was trained to the bottom of the mountain, it said, yeah. right? In the abyss. So he's chained to the bottom of the mountain. Zeus comes down, starts unchaining him. And he's like, oh, thank God, finally you've seen an error of your ways. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're, this isn't. <laughs> the thing I don't. We're not unchaining you because you're out of here. You gotta push this boulder up this hill every goddamn day. Uh, who even thinks that? Like, do you know what this is like? Because the pe- people behind us are genuine like psychopaths. This is a bit like like ancient Greek saw, if you know what I mean. It's kind of like here's a weird game you're gonna have to meet like yourself with. But also, 
I assume there has to be people kind of whipping chain him because what's up with him being like? No, nah, I'm not going to push the boulder up. Like, why do I? Have well, to he, would he get crushed by the boulder? But surely, just don't push the boulder to begin with. Just <laughs> go true. alone. That's true. I like the idea that when they first did this, someone had made him. There was been an admin error, and he got it all the way to the top, and then it stayed there. And everyone was like, "Wait, wait a minute! Oh, you forgot to tell me who didn't program it to come back down." Brian the Eagle. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm really busy at the moment. I've got, like, you know, uh, acid reflux with the liver. Yeah. It always gets me. <laughs> now, Matt, I want to bring uh, up something, because I feel like it's about to be topical. Earlier, we used the word tantalising. Mm-hmm. It got, he, as he pushed the boulder, it got tantalisingly close. Now, where do we get such a word? <laughs> well, that... You're the tour guide, so I thought you'd know. Well... We'll step off the uh, the plains of uh, uh, of the, this dusty mountain, and I'll take you to our next guest. Oh, I'm excited! Choo choo, Tartarus Express. Oh, this is really nice. It's actually the opposite of nice. That's the whole point of this place. I uh, know, but like, so far, I'm enjoying it because I'm learning stuff. Okay, yeah, as long as you're learning, yeah. like, because in fact, I reckon Sisyphus is like, oh, you know, this will be a nightmare, but every day I learn something new. <laughs> so next stop, uh, we're gonna have well. And the last stop, because uh, we haven't planned to listen to the podcast, we come along to Tantalus, and that is where we get the term tantalising or tantalised from. Oh. But do you know what the word means? Yeah, it's when you are very close to doing something, but you don't quite achieve it. Like, you know, my love life, <laughs> I um, my, to... my grades at school, it's, it's that... all of my sporting achievements... <laughs> This podcast. <laughs> this podcast, yeah. <laughs> so, take us through this, Dan. So, Tantalus. In this myth, he was the son of Zeus and an oceanid. Yes. I'm assuming that's someone who lives in the ocean. It's actually a sea nymph. Well, it's a part oh, of... of course he does. He loves a goddamn Again, nymph. Well, maybe this was one of the leaked ones he talked maybe, about. Maybe, that's true. Maybe we should break this, this kind of this racketeering ring he's got. Yes. He became king of Cyplius. A mountainous region in what is now Anatolia. Anatolia, of course, is now modern day. Turkey? Yes, get in. Geography. Smashing it. Yes. Smashing it. Anatolia's in Turkey. Five stars on iTunes, please. (laughs) Tantalus was favoured not only by Zeus, but by many of the other gods. He often denied... I nearly said denied. I'm pretty sure it's the word dined. He often dined with them on Mount Olympus and was given great honours. Oh, you know you're in there if you get to go for dinner at Mount Olympus in the evenings. But knowing Zeus's track records, though... Do you want to go to cinema tonight? Sorry, I'm busy. I've got dinner. Oh, oh. Who are you going to see now? Oh, I actually dining with the with the gods <laughs> yeah. at Mount Olympus. Thank you very much. Although... So, you and... You and Janet can go have a great time at the cinema, love. I imagine the parking will be a nightmare, though. Like, uh, uh, absolutely. How would you even nightmare. get up there? Like, do I, well, I, assume, I assume there's like some kind of private chauffeur picks yeah. you up. Well, probably, probably Brian the Eagle. Yeah. Hello, uh, I'm very busy, you know. <laughs> yeah. First stop, liver. Then uh, you're selling out the boulder uh, contractions. And then you got to fly out to Olympus. Say hello. And now uh, I'm doing like personal chauffeur. Yeah. <laughs> can Brian the Eagle be our mascot? <laughs> Brian the Eagle. Because <laughs> he's going to be an. A, a literal un, unofficial character of myths is yeah. going to keep coming back. Like, I, Brian the Eagle. You know how like the Avengers have the best of the comic books? I think we should have like the Avengers from myths. So we have King Minus, Brian the Eagle. <laughs> the, the Minotaur. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Hercules just murdering his wife, you know. Um, it's not that great so far. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
He was fatally flawed, however. Oh, it's not like the Greek Greek characters to be no to be no. fatally flawed. Oh. Most of them are perfect. Yeah, he was fatally flawed, however, and committed several great crimes against the gods. Right, so he's uh, he's going to dinner with them, and then in his meantime, he's doing horrible things. Uh-huh. He was said to have stolen ambrosia and nectar, food and drink of the gods, and which he then took back to his mortal friends to impress them. Just to- <laughs> uh, so he stole um, custard pots. <laughs> Very funny. I used to have chocolate ambrosia um, after my meal when I was a kid. It's really delicious. Well, I haven't seen it. I haven't had it in a long, long time. Well, you make chocolate ambrosia. Oh yeah, uh, so ambrosia is like this delicious nectar of the gods, and very. De- um, imag- it's the food that only the gods eat. Yes, and it's, it's not it's for delightful. the immortals. Yeah. Although, if that's the only thing you eat, surely it's not going to be that tasty after a while. Probably not. It will literally just be like porridge. Mine it? would just be me and a bunch of Weetabix. <laughs> <laughs> oh please, God, <laughs> guys! I stole ambrosia from the gods. Matt, that's Weetabix. <laughs> yeah, I was confused too, but... but he fucking loves it, you know. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he tell you what, he's done 18 in a single... Se- he's listened to a single podcast and he's done 12. What a fucking nut, so... <laughs> Anyways, he's stolen... He's gone up there for dinner and he's taken some back with him. Yeah, so he's kind of like... He's kind of like, uh, like... He's gone to the buffet, kind of stuffed his uh, handbag full of, like, ambrosia and stuff like that. So like taking some home as well. Um, and what... So... Is your favourite... Would it be wheat bix as your ambrosia? No, my favourite food would be a roast dinner. <laughs> I just took a turkey. Like a perfect roast dinner. Should I kick you a vegan roast dinner? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, why don't you kick me whilst I'm down too? <laughs> <laughs> a vegan roast dinner. What does that even consist of? Just broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually... Um, I, I can make a good one. There's, there's a lovely Lyndon McCartney one, which I had... Uh, me, in like February, I went round to my brother's house, uh, and I um, basically I cooked him like a vegan roast. We had like Christmas, but late, so we had Brussels sprouts. Like uh, we had uh, like a vegan roast, and uh, it was really nice. It's basically just veg with just a, a loaf instead. It's nice. Well, that just sounds alright. It's fine, isn't it? It's alright. I mean, you're not a fan of veg either. I don't mind veg, but it has to have some kind of dead animal on my plate. <laughs> For me to at least get some kind of weird satisfaction, and not even like like physical, it's like sexual satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> it's how he gets off. Uh, he also stole one of Zeus's favorite pets, a golden dog, and spilled divine secrets that Zeus had shared with him. <laughs> oh man! So he's taken. <laughs> so he's ta- he's got he's been invited to dinner, and then he's left with some food and their dog. That's like me walking out of your house today with your cat. <laughs> Alright, so he's stolen a lot of things from him. Firstly, like, he's got the food. He's also stolen a dog. Like, so imagine trying to leave, like, with his like, pet dog. Like, he's got under his shirt, just like, oh, nothing. Shut up, Lassie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where's, where's Rover? Nothing to see here. <laughs> but why would you think, like, yeah, I'm going to steal this dog? Because he can just get another dog, you know, like. And, and Zeus's secret. So at the dinner table, Zeus has been a little bit candid with some of his but I kinda, secrets. I like this because it's. I imagine Zeus is pissed and just like, let me tell you something. Water, not even real. It's uh, uh and you know he said just uh, in like two thousand years time, I'm gonna do something called Twitter. What's Twitter? Twitter is a a place where people just sh- shout abuse at each other. It sounds awful. It's actually part of Tartarus. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I know they did it. Zeus would be like, "Hey, um, hey, hey, Tantalus, yeah." Just between us, I'm thinking of erupting Vesuvius, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, cool, yeah." Between us, though, yeah, 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 yeah cool, cool, cool. Ten minutes later, <gasps> everybody, 
Do you reckon is that kind of secret he's he's told, or or is it really stupid stuff that's like? <laughs> it's like, hey, I slept with a nymph last night. It's like, hey, hey, I I once turned a chick into a cow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she drowned in the sea. Yeah, it was totally hot, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, nothing could top his last offence. What do you think his last offence will be? What do you think well, the worst he stole his dog. He stole his dog. He spilled all his secrets, and he's stolen the food of the gods. Stolen the cutlery as well. Stolen <laughs> yeah. the cutlery, yeah. Oh, maybe like he's banged his wife or something like that. I reckon. I reckon. Oh, I've just read ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Tantalus killed his own son, roasted him, and served the heinous dish to the gods at a dinner party. What? Whoa! 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 Wow. Whoa! Wait. So he has. I have ambrosia, right? And they don't notice this dead son of the plate. Like, hey, why would you need to kill someone when you have the most delicious food on earth? Yeah, that is bizarre. What a crazy thing to do. Yeah. That's um, Hannibal Lecter style when you yes. serve at a dinner party. Like, Yes, you know. I, I like that. Uh, oh, Tantalus, this is delicious. What is it? Wait, yeah, where's your... Will your son be joining us tonight? <laughs> wow. Well, he already has. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Hi, I'm Brian. Thanks for inviting me. (laughs) Brian gets around, man. So Tantas killed his own son. Omniscient, none of the gods fell for his foul ruse except Demeter, who ate a part of the dead son's shoulder. That's the only part. That's the only part she would recognise as a kid. Uh, (laughs) Very gamey. gamey. Also, um. It's Demeter, by the way. Uh, Demeter. Demeter. Demeter, Demeter. Demeter. Tomato, you, tomato. You said it in another Chains, podcast. crucifixion. <laughs> all, like, the, all the same thing. Yeah, can I have a version of potato, uh, tomato, 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 but he... Chains, crucifixion. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a badge. <laughs> so repulsed and enraged were the gods that Zeus himself crushed Tantalus to death under a piece of mouth similar... Wow. That's when you know you're a god. Yeah. Oh, when you crush someone to death with a mountain. And you know you cross the line when you, you go into someone's house and you cook him your dead son and then serve it to them. And then he's, you know you're in the wrong when you're being crushed by a mountain. mountain yeah. yeah. Anyway, for good measure, Tant- uh, Zeus also ruined Tantalus's kingdom. Just for a little, little extra thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have to do that. They didn't did have it? to do that. And he did. <laughs> Zeus then punished Tantalus to an eternity, they love that, don't they? Yeah. Of lack and desperation in Tartarus. The fallen king was made to stand in a pool of cool, clean water mm-hmm. with a fruit tree nearby. The branches always heavy with delicious fruit. The story goes that Tantalus had great thirst, and if he ever went to take a drink of the water, it would suddenly recede, leaving him nothing. He had ravenous hunger, but the fruit would always be just out of his grasp, infuriatingly close. Even now, we always use the word tantalising to describe something that is desired, but remains out of our reach. <laughs> Wow, that's a that's an intense. That's uh, worse than the bolder one, I think. It, well, it's psychological, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um, you're thirsty. You go to take a drink. All the water disappears. You're hungry. You go to take a piece of food, and it disappears. Um, but or it's just it's you know it's there, but you just can't reach it. Also, the worst thing about it is that um, you know, wait, is he standing in? You're standing in this pool of water, right? But he isn't able to drink it. But the worst thing about that is going to get like dreadful, like trench foot. If you know what yeah. I mean, he, he's going to he's, he's going to be a very his his toes will be very wrinkled, and, and that's the worst form of torture. If you know what I mean, yeah. like, no moisturisation down there. It's going to be a mess. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> um, but also, you know, I don't think Tantalus is as bad as we think because actually, you know, say what you want about Tantalus. Yes, he murdered his own son. Yes, he stole a dog. But now he's vegan, so it's so, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good for him. 
so uh, which is which is the easiest? Um, which of the punishments would you prefer to have out of Prometheus, uh, Sisyphus, and honestly, probably Prometheus? It's over and done with on that day. You know, what it's I mean? done. It really hurts. You say bye to Brian, and then you just <laughs> got to wait for the next time to have for it to happen. I get that it will hurt a lot, but do you not think you'd get used to the pain after a while? You know how painful it is, and you just grin and bear it like this is gonna hurt. Yeah, and oh, this is gonna hurt. But then again, with Sisyphus, you would increasingly get stronger and stronger, though. You right? would at least yeah. you'd be fit, and eventually, I reckon you'd be able to take on the gods. Probably, you'd be. Or maybe eventually just pushing the boulder up becomes just it's so easy. Like walking your dog in the morning. You just pushing like, the boulder up there. It's like work, isn't it? It's yeah. fine. It's, it, it, I think I would go for Sisyphus. Maybe, honest. actually. But Tantalus is... Like, no, that's pretty bad. Yeah. I think uh, it's quite an intense one, Tantalus, as well. And also, these gods are so... They're very hot-headed in the terms that, like, you do one thing wrong and it's eternity. Like, you're, that's it. Done. But anyway, we're nearly at the end of Matt's tour of Tantalus. Uh, meep, meep. Um, that's uh, we have to go back to the land of the living. Dan, I, I've got your soul. And we're going to head back up. Yeah. Um, I'm not allowed to look at you like Orpheus. Thank God, because this is an audio podcast. Because <laughs> uh, you know what a podcast is, don't you, Dan? I do. Yeah, it's when people like watch you <laughs> record stuff. So we're going to head up now. Uh, but on the way, um, we're going to briefly mention. Uh, oh, like there's a, a thing called Dante's Inferno, which is part of the the Divine Comedy, and in that. Dante has to uh, go. It's not a Greek and Roman myth. It's actually beyond that. It's like an Italian piece of work by. Um, it's Renaissance, isn't it? Well, I'm not sure if it is Renaissance necessarily, uh, but it's definitely it's definitely post myth. But in Dante's Inferno, um, uh, uh, Dante has to go through the seven layers of hell. Um, uh, so he it, it gets increasingly worse and worse, and this is a different iteration of what hell looks like. However, in the Greco-Roman hell, it's more. Uh, That's more of a Christian thing, isn't it? The Dante's Inferno. Uh, yeah, it's it was a slight. It's it's between uh, Roman uh, values and also like um, slight Christian values as well. But so this is the what the Greek and Romans thought yes. of the underworld. You had two. You had Tartarus for the terrible yeah. eternal punishment. And you had the Elysium Fields for... Yeah, and the Elysium Fields, you had a chance of getting back to life as well. You would be rebirthed into something else. the heaven. So, yeah, and uh, when, in the future, if we talk about uh, the Aeneid, we'll also talk about uh, Aeneas' time in the in that underworld, and also uh, um, Odysseus' time in the underworld, because he has a different... Both of those have two different experiences with it as well. Uh, you can come and see your loved ones. Um, but anyway, we're back on the land of the living. Yay! That concludes Matt's tour. Oh my God, a tram! Oh, no! I, uh, I'm now the, the spirit of Matt Hoss, killed by Tram 77, so I think I'll be alright. Yeah. Um, I now want to research where Tram 76 goes. I don't know, I've never Is been on a tram. Is there a Tram 76 anywhere? I've never been on a tram. I've been on a tram in Melbourne, but I don't think... I don't know why you went with that line of thought, but you know, it's it's happened now. It's uh, recorded literally <laughs> to history. Uh, uh, this this will be in the history books. Yeah. So it's a bit of a different myth there, it's a bit of a weird one. It was kind of on the in format the of... that we've done more of a... We just wanted to. We just wanted to. It was a good way of explaining what Tartarus is and how the underworld works and who Tantalus and Sisyphus work. But it's also a way just to kind of show you different myths as well. So we we can't do. We couldn't really do Sisyphus by himself because it. Well, we could, but it's very short. So we thought we'd kind of put them together. Um, however, um, as per usual, uh, we like to rank each myth. I say it's a bit different this one, but uh, we're going to rank them all collectively. I feel so. Um, uh, we rank it in four sections out of ten. We do life skills, the practical things, 
The morals, the stuff we've learned uh, how to be a better person, uh, creativity, the ingenuity of these myths, and also um, uh, the WTF factor, which I suspect will be quite high in this one. So I suspect at least <laughs> above a 2 out of 10. <laughs> Ambitious. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so, life skills, what practical things did we learn? Um, we learned to avoid trams. We learned to avoid trams. <laughs> we learned they had to pay the ferryman. Yes, um, we learned how to take a ferry as well. We learned how to take a ferry. We learned how to put uh, currency in your eyeballs. We learned how to put currency in We learned how to die. Um, we learned how to die. We learned uh, about the Elysium field. We learned whether to go left or right. We learned how to pet a three-headed dog. We learned how to pet a three-headed dog. We learned how to murder your own son and cook a son. Oh, that's actually good. We also learned how to cook a vegan roast if you, didn't yeah. want, if you want an alternative. We learned how to... Um, Push a boat boulder up a hill. Boulder up a hill. We learn how to steal a dog <laughs> and steal from a, a, a god. Yeah. I don't know if this is practical. If this is more morals or life skills, I would say it's life skills. We learn just from. We learn that if you actively murder and pillage people, the gods don't mind. But the minute you dob on them for cheating on someone, yeah. I think that's a moral, actually. That's a moral, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, but I think we learned how to pillage and kill. We uh, learned how to crush someone under a mountain. Yes, good one. We learned how, we learned to, how to chain someone to a mountain. Yes. Um, we learned... Um, we learned how, how to fill a pool of water up and take it away. We, we learned what tantalising means. We learned what tantalising means. We learned how to moisturise your pores. Yeah, we learned how to not grab fruit. <laughs> that's a weird skill. Like, this this whole section is weird, but I like... Uh, that's an odd one. Uh, yeah, I think that's... Well, that's a decent amount, in all fairness. That's a decent... Yeah, I think that's probably about it. Well, oh, we learned how to uh, chat to a, a, a an eagle called Brian. We learned uh, to chat to an eagle. So, I think... I'm going to say about a seven out of oh, I was going to go seven, so yeah. let's put that down. Morals? Morals, Matt. Let's think. So, we've got the fact that you... Um, yeah, if you murder someone, they don't seem to mind. But the minute you dob <laughs> on a god for cheating on a nymph, then yeah. you just... We're, we're, yeah. Damned. Yeah, we also hell. We also learned that... Um, Morals-wise, um, yeah, it's not okay to have a, a secret sex ring uh, of uh, Zeus's stuff. That's not okay. That's you know, not okay. it's not okay to don't, spill secrets. Don't spill secrets. Don't steal from guests. Uh, if you're a guest, don't yeah. steal. Don't murder and cook your children at a dinner party. Don't steal a dog. <laughs> don't. Don't. Do you know? What? It probably more than the, the killer kid. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I was outraged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We learn that even kings... These are all kings, remember? Yes. Even powerful people aren't beyond retribution. Yes, and they can be punished for eternity for yeah. their wicked ways. Uh, we learnt... Uh, ironically, it's not crazy high in this, I think. Um, uh, we learned that every uh, every action has a consequence, if you know what I mean. Like, yes. Uh, and if you if you do do a bad thing, by God, be be very careful how you do it, cause it or what you do, because in the afterlife there'll be an ironic thing that happens to it as well. So, you know, if you don't like boulders, <laughs> well, you're not in luck, mate. So, uh, or if you really love fruit, you're going to be screwed, mate. Yeah. Uh, so, I think maybe about a five. I was going to say five. We'll go right down the middle because there were some nice morals, but nothing nothing crazy. Then we've got creativity, Matt. So, this, I, I think was pretty creative. Uh, yeah. This were our, our rapport, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been 16 episodes now. Yeah. Um, well, it's creative. Pushing a boulder up a mountain is pretty creative. Yeah. Uh, killing someone with a mountain is pretty creative. Stealing a gold... It wasn't just a dog. It was a golden dog. 
and also being chained up, having your liver plucked. Chained up, having your Brian liver Egan. Uh, Three-headed dog, a guy that you have to pay to get across. What uh, happens if you didn't have money, by the way, to pay the ferryman? Do you just get stuck on this in limbo, basically, just on the edge of the shore? I think you are. I think um, I think you have to swim through. Uh, so you you remember in, like the, the the film Disney film Hercules, like kind of swimming souls and stuff like that. I think that's very much like that. Uh, so you have to swim through uh, to get to the other side, but you never really make it. Kind of stuck in limbo. Um, however, I think uh, it depends on who you are. If you, um, but I think the whole this I think it gets a lot of high marks this one because um, the creativity is like the whole concept of the underworld and the whole point of the tour of Tartarus is that there's a lot to like this the whole afterlife of this culture is uh, is embedded here. There's a whole reason for a lot of things and obviously stuff like where we get tantalising from uh, and Sisyphean that's also very creative. Yeah, it is. so maybe like a seven. Or? I think a seven. It was there was a lot going on and the WTF actor. What makes you go what? Well, he murdered and ate his own son. <laughs> and the fact that the guy... It was WTF in the fact that the, the whole thing about... He murdered all the... Um, Sisyphus murdered all those people, but the minute he steals the secret from Zeus, he got punished. Yeah. That in itself is pretty messed up. Yeah, and there's also... All of them are brutal punishments. Like, uh, really they're forced hard. to push up a, a ball and push down. Then, um, you know, liver plucked out. And the fact that being really thirsty and not being able to drink, or being really hungry and not being able to eat, that's really harsh. That's the worst thing. I, I don't think it's high. Uh, I think it's a the very acute point. So where it's WTF, it's quite high. So it's like, oh, that's weird. However, I don't think there's a lot of it. It's weird. No. It's not weird, I would say. I'm thinking of five. Yeah, I think five's reasonable, right? Yeah. Because oh. the things that were messed up were messed up, but there wasn't a lot of it. But it's, I think it was a bit more... Less... I think it was higher creatively as opposed to WTF because I think WTF is there's some weird things in there like stealing a dog but it's not like it's not out of this world you know yeah. what I mean? so in total um, 7 plus 7 plus 2 fives um, that is 24 correct hashtag good at maths um, it's not crazy high it's it's very uh, very in the middle uh, and you know what I don't mind that it's, it's nice to have uh, it's right, yeah. a regular one for a while uh, anyway, uh, me and Dan are going to wrap up now. Um, but thank you for listening to Miss Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, so, Dan, uh, what are you going to be doing for the rest of the time in Yorkshire? Well, obviously, we've got uh, tomorrow to do, uh, as well. So, we're going to watch your gig tonight. Yes, in Leeds. Um, we'll probably gonna, we'll probably have it. We'll probably record episode seventeen tomorrow yes. as well, just because whilst we're here, we thought yes. we'd make the most of it. Yeah, and then I will be able to give some feedback I'm, on uh, Matt's gig, and also I have more Yorkshire tales as more well. Yorkshire I'm, tales. I'm gonna, take yeah. Dan, uh, I'm gonna show Dan my hometown as well. I'm excited to find out what the price of a pint will be. <laughs> it's actually free if you just go in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we get rat asked, Dan? Dan, should we should we uh, uh, should we get pissed and do a podcast? Maybe. How fun would that be? Right. It is. Maybe. I mean, how much more ticking around can we do? Like, I mean, imagine there'll be one day where we don't even do a myth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's happened. <laughs> um, if you want to get in contact, please uh, message us at uh, misspodcast at gmail dot com. You can email us just um, to tell us what you think of the podcast, um, any myths you have in mind, uh, and also anything anything you want to contribute because we've had some really lovely correspondence. Uh, some stuff we'll we'll reply to in your email sometimes we'll read it out um and if well, if you don't want it to be read out on the podcast just let us know we'll usually make a judgment call on that when we're done but um, we will and you can find us on twitter and facebook at miss podcast uh we put some really funny content up there um so <laughs> well i do the tweeting dan hasn't checked his tweets in a while so uh you know it's, it's too cool but too cool for school by which i mean 
doesn't share with the social media. It's but you know my content's really good, and you can follow me at Matt Hoss Comedy as well. Dan, where can they follow you? DJ Rosie. And when, when was your last tweet? Was it before episode four? A long four? time ago, before episode four. <laughs> yeah, because you were like, yeah, I should tweet after episode four. Still haven't. Uh, <laughs> I do go on it though to see what people are saying about this podcast. You? Yeah, I do. I oh, do, do you? I do. Okay. Uh, what have they been saying? They've been saying that it's really the best thing they've ever seen. Well, you know, but even they haven't seen it because it's a podcast. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Myths.